0: If you're looking for a quality pre-owned vehicle at a competitive price, look no further than Jasper Auto Sales. Jasper Auto Sales is Alabama's most trusted pre-owned dealer, offering trucks, cars, and SUVs for nothing short of fair prices. With a staff as friendly and knowledgeable as the guys at Jasper Auto Sales, it's no surprise that most customers become repeat buyers. Stop by for a test drive today or give Jasper Auto Sales a call at 205-221-7878. That's 205-221-7878. Hello everybody and welcome to a tropical episode of the Game Managers Podcast where we talk Alabama and Auburn and SEC football every week, this week here live from Panama City Beach where nothing is going on. My name is Nick Norris, I'm a sports writer for a few websites and publications and with me as always are my great friends, Auburn fan Justin Knight. Hello everyone. And Alabama fan, Aaron Patterson. Hello Aaron just woke up. He's a little grumpy. He didn't want to uh, record this morning, did you, Aaron? No. But we're going to because we are dedicated to bringing you wholesome, great content. That's right. It's also a little bright out here. uh, I
1: just had my breakfast.
0: It is quite bright out here. Also, we're on one microphone. The audio levels might be bad. And I'm sure you can hear the ocean in the background. Hopefully, it's peaceful, not annoying. Well, anyways, this is the last episode of 2019, guys sweet yeah but yet uh, I want to know what your new year's resolutions are uh, an Auburn win <laughs> one Auburn win yep. that's, that's strong Aaron
2: Turn, never do a podcast this early ever
0: again and by this early he means at 938 a.m. so I think mine is going to be to graduate oh. maybe, maybe get a job yeah. I uh, guess that should be mine yeah. that should be mine yeah yeah, sounds good. So, how about uh, we start out in the morning with a little bit of Twitter news? I am not ready at all. Well, I'm going to stall while Aaron gets some tweets. Aaron, I DM'd you one that I think we can talk about for a while. Yeah, Aaron, you suck.
2: I literally just woke up and you said, all right, let's do this. All right, y'all ready? Okay, let's start. Hey, everyone.
0: In my defense, I told you an hour ago to find you to find yeah, your tweets.
2: Sir, I was asleep.
0: I don't have anything else to say. You already know Aaron sucks, so. You do know Aaron sucks. Aaron, tell him how much you suck.
2: Yeah, I'm so sorry. No.
0: <laughs> well, while Aaron is uh, looking up Twitter news, well, uh, we'll come back to that. We're going to talk about, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the LSU Oklahoma game since there's not much to talk about there. So, our Facebook poll we put out 67% of our listeners said LSU would win. Seven. Oh, yeah. uh, well, all I have to say from the game is the best quarterback
1: performance I've ever seen and just like the one half of football. Yeah. Ended up with, what, seven touchdowns and just the first half, 403 yards. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, he uh, put on a show yesterday. Jalen Hurts, not so much. He didn't have his best game. Uh, right here I'm going to compare the stats. So Jalen Hurts, 15-31, to 31, 217 yards, No touchdowns to the air and an interception, but he did have two off the ground, only 43 yards rushing, though. Meanwhile, uh, Joe Burrow, 29 for 39, 493 yards, seven touchdowns to the air, uh, no interceptions, and then uh, he also had one on the ground, too. So eight touchdowns he was responsible for. It's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, and um, thinking about the national championship game, I don't know what Clemson will be able to do to stop him, but I did like... What I saw from Clemson in the second half, how they made their adjustments against Ohio State, because that was probably one – I mean, that was a top-five offense who was scoring, like, 46, 47 points a game. So, I think it'll be – I think it'll be a good game, but I guess we'll wait and see what happens. But I'm also very impressed with OSU's defense and how they've been playing the uh, past three or four games. They've really stepped up, and now they're a complete team that I don't see anybody beating.
0: I was uh, really impressed with Justin Jefferson. He had four of those touchdowns. Um, 227 yards. Where do, where do you see him ranking in the nation as a receiver?
1: Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd either say first or second, because you got uh, Jerry Judy up there, too. Um, but those would be the first two wide receivers, I think, taken in the draft.
0: Those two guys are very good, and I think they're going to do great things in the NFL. Yeah, I'm excited to see how this LSU team holds up against Clemson. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, one thing I was a little surprised about, Jalen Hurts did not fumble the ball once, nor did Oklahoma at all. Uh, that's something he's struggled with all season. Um, instead, the turnover came over by, came by a pick. So, still turned the ball over, but uh, yeah, just n- not his best game whatsoever. Where do you think he's going to go in the draft, Aaron?
2: Uh... I still think he's probably a third-round pick.
0: Yeah, I think I'd agree with that. Would you would just say the same thing.
1: Yeah, I would too. When I think of Jalen, I kind of think of Russell Wilson, and, and I, Russell Wilson went like third, third or fourth in the draft too. I think so. They're kind of similar in how they move and how how they're built too. So yeah, I could see him going third
0: or fourth round. Right now, is Joe Burrow the number one quarterback in your opinion? Yes. Justin. Yeah, not much to say on that one. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think there was a little bit of argument before this game. After this one, I, I I don't know why you wouldn't pick him. He's so accurate.
1: Yeah, and like I keep saying, I would have never thought this after seeing him last year, but what a good OC and, and a change in offense will do for a quarterback kind of helps him break out. and He's able to see you feel better with the reads and just the way the offense is uh, run. But, yeah, I, well, I feel sorry for him, though, because he'll be going to the Bengals. I mean, I wish, wish him luck, but I don't know what to expect
0: from the Bengals next year. What's funny is he's going from one phenomenal Bengals team to a really lousy one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I wish him the best. I am interested to see, and we're, we're thinking way too far ahead here, I'm interested to see how this LSU team looks like next year without Joe uh, Burrow and likely without Joe Brady as well.
2: I have heard a couple people say that they uh, they still think that Chase Young might go to the Bengals over. I, yeah, it's just, I I mean that's just the only people who know that is the Bengals themselves and how much faith they faith they still have in Andy Dalton and that's uh, I, I I don't know. Risk. Yeah, it's a risk, but how long has Andy been with them? He's not. Eight years yeah, he's not that old though. And Chase Young is pretty incredible himself. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I feel like Chase Young still has a chance to go to the Bengals first overall. But those are definitely the first two draft picks, one and two. There's no doubt in my mind about that.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is one of the drafts I'm actually kind of excited about. Usually, you know, I'm kind of like, oh, whatever. I'll I'll watch it every once in a while, flip it on and off, but. There's a lot, of, a lot of players I'm interested to see how high they go, especially this receiver class.
1: Yeah, and talking about Chase Young going first, looking at the draft order right now, of course the Bengals have the first pick, and then you have uh, the Redskins with the second pick. They wouldn't go with Joe Burrow with them having Haskins. So if Burrow doesn't go first, I don't know, though. They might. I mean, but then you have Detroit with third. They're not going to go because they still have Stafford. And then you have the Dolphins. So, if he doesn't go first, he'd probably end up with the Dolphins. But, I don't know. We'll see. It could. I mean, I haven't seen much from DeWayne Haskins to say, you know, he's the franchise quarterback this year. But, then again, their whole team is pretty bad. So, I don't know. But, yeah. Um,
0: that's what I think will happen. So, were you guys surprised – with the score, I think we all knew that LSU was going to win, but 63 to 28 is uh, quite embarrassing.
2: Yeah, that's pretty rough. Uh, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just really, that was, it was rough.
1: Honestly, do we expect anything different from Oklahoma at this point? I mean, the one good chance was against Georgia, and they blew that. So, I mean, now it's just they're going to lose the SEC team in the playoffs. I mean, that's what they do. So, I guess I was just surprised to see Joe Burrow throw for seven touchdowns in the first half. I think everybody was surprised to see that. And I expected Oklahoma's offense to do a better job. So, but then again,
0: I mean, nobody else surprised that it ended up like this. Yeah, I was not surprised that LSU won, but putting up 63 points and holding Oklahoma to just 28. Holding Oklahoma to 28 was not that surprising, but putting up 63 was – I mean, I have no doubt in my mind they're the best team in the country right now, but I'm still interested to see how they fare against Clemson. And to think
1: Ohio State was the best team ever assembled, <laughs> some people were saying that. That kind of a bus, uh, pushes some of my buttons. I can't believe that was said. As,
2: uh, has Joe
0: Clatt issued an apology for that yet?
2: I don't believe so, and I'm definitely waiting standby. just I want him to come out right now and say it.
0: Although he may stand by it, as he did for, uh, okay, well, a, who was it, USC he continued? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, to, yeah, I believe it was USC he said was top five. Well, I think it was, that, uh, I can't remember what year was it was. He just
1: the team that won against Oklahoma that was taken away and then lost to Texas that next year too, is he just saying that combined team
2: was he just saying the year they I'm lost pretty sure he said the year they lost to Texas. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it was just the year they lost to Texas. They lost a game, but yet they were one of the greatest, the top five greatest teams, college football teams ever assembled.
0: Interesting.
2: I will definitely find that clip. Not this episode probably, but I'm going to find it. Find the clip, too, of uh,
1: him talking about how great Ohio State, like they're a top five team ever. He, he was saying something to Colin Coward about that, too.
0: Oh, Colin Coward and Joe Clatt uh yeah, so um my question is with Oklahoma now at zero and four in the playoffs, what does it say about this program, and uh, how do they get over this hump?
1: I don't think they ever will because they're never going to have a good defense, and as you can see, when you look at Clemson and lSU lSU's defense has finally come together at the right time. Clemson's defense had a great second half, giving up only seven points. And I just don't see Oklahoma I mean that's just the Big Twelve in general. You're never gonna have I mean Baylor was the best defensive team this year in the Big Twelve. So I don't know, and with Jalen gone now, I know they have a top quarterback, um I think his name's like Riddle or something. What what's I don't know his name. I've heard that he's pretty good. But who knows with Lincoln Riley. I mean I've heard he's gonna be gone, take an NFL job. So I don't know what what their season's going to be next year, but it's not going to be this. They won't make the
0: playoffs next year.
2: What was the question? I <laughs> 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 just went completely blank. Uh,
0: it, it was uh
1: Will Oklahoma get over the hump. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean,
2: with a... Yeah, eventually, but um, it's gonna it's just they're another. Georgia, in my opinion, that just gets to the big moments and I don't know they have those great recruiting classes, and they just get there and then can't do anything with it, so therefore it's useless i don't i don't I just make a call to the s e c or something or uh, the the best bet is to get somebody else in the big twelve that's actually good that they can be like when Texas is actually back that I think that will help Oklahoma if uh, they just need i don't know. I, hopefully they can get over the hump.
0: It's... Yeah, I think until they get a defense, they're going to be right where they are. I think good enough uh, with a bad Big 12 to get back there, and uh, but not have very much success in it. Maybe pick off a semifinal game at some point, but I don't know that they can win two back-to-back in the national championship. You know, and, and maybe uh, – and I think Lincoln Riley is a phenomenal coach, but uh, maybe him leaving will open up some opportunities to uh, – To build a more defensive-heavy program.
2: Who they would hire, though, that would be very interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And um, of course, he's not dead set on leaving, but the rumor is that he will go to the Cowboys. If uh, if you all were Lincoln Riley, what would you do?
2: Uh, I'm probably taking the Cowboys' job.
0: That's a hard one to turn down.
1: Yeah, and the fact that he hasn't won national championship at Oklahoma. I mean, now, if I would have won a national championship, would have gotten a nice contract, I would be like, that's going to be kind of hard to leave. But 0-4 in the playoff, and then you have the Cowboys coming after you, and you're going to have a pretty good contract with them. I'd say I'd take the Cowboys.
0: Well, right now, supposedly, it's between Lincoln Riley, Urban Meyer, and a few others, but they, they seem to round out the top. I'm interested to see which one they go with or, you know, which one take it. Maybe, uh, maybe Lincoln Riley turns it down. I don't know. I don't think he will, but um, – who would uh who would you guys rather have seen LSU play than Oklahoma because they didn't put up much of a fight?
2: Oh, you're talking about for the number fourth spot? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, really the challenge my I mean Alabama wasn't healthy, so not Alabama. But obviously, I would love to see another rematch if they were healthy. But um, I'm not sure. I have to look at the rankings.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to see Georgia again. I mean, I wouldn't
1: mind to see Oregon, but I think it would have been the same thing just without their defenses. But I think Oregon's defense is better than Oklahoma's. And uh, you would have had another great quarterback in Justin Herbert. But I, don't, I can't think of any other teams I would have rather seen in that spot. I, want, I don't want to see Baylor there. It would have been the same thing. So, mine would have been Oregon.
0: Well, our other game – or, Aaron, do you have your Twitter news ready? Okay, let's, let's jump to that though. News! Playoffs? Let's talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. It really doesn't matter what you think. You play to win
2: the game. You play to win the game. All right, I'm just going to run through these. I do have quite a few. Uh all right, a guy on Twitter said uh whoa. Oh, for the record, Lawrence is awful for RPO game. Clemson needs a more mobile quarterback to help that running game. Nobody scared of a sixteen keep nobody's scared of sixteen keeping it. Sounds familiar. Great passer but not good for a run game. That didn't age well. No. <laughs> what do you have a uh, career long like sixty seven yard? Yeah. 107
0: rushing and a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 67 yard longest rush. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah.
2: Okay. Where was I? I just completely lost my spot. Okay. Um, Reddit College Football on Twitter said the SEC has long been given a hard time for scheduling cupcakes in late November, but LSU scheduling one in late December is just unheard of. (laughs) That's rough. Uh, Evan Sachs says Joe Burrow has thrown more TDs in Mercedes Benz Stadium in 2019 than Matt Ryan. I saw that. That's yeah. nuts. <laughs> and, <laughs> is that, uh, true? that I, is true? I believe CBS it is. And
1: Justin Jefferson
2: has more Burrow touchdowns has 11 than than and Ryan has oh, had yeah, 8.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, and Justin said that Justin Jefferson has more touchdowns than, than Julio. Yeah, that's nuts. That's, that is insane. <sighs> i played there two games. Two games. <laughs> two games. <laughs> two
2: games. <laughs> oh, man. Um, AT&T should use these refs for their just-okay-is-not-okay okay campaign. <laughs> <laughs> but, say,
1: I have seen a lot of people complain about the refs of the Clemson-Ohio State game. Yes. But then again, Ohio State was driving the ball because of an the interception. They played
0: the game. Were those SEC
2: refs? They were. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it'd be hilarious if AT&T came out with a commercial <laughs> that actually showed refs and just did, like, teams colored the same way. <laughs> that would be hilarious.
0: Um, Call us AT&T. We'll sell you this, this commercial idea. <laughs> yeah, it was totally our idea. <laughs> yeah, not, not that we found it on Twitter. Uh,
2: this game is 100% ending in an Ohio State inter... Oh, man, I can't talk. This game is 100% ending in an Ohio State interception. This is a team in school that doesn't know how to win big games. Sure, you can beat Michigan, but what does that prove? If you're not first or last, I'd rather have my dignity and a horrible football program. He He, called that before? He called this at, like, halftime. Oh, my goodness. When Clemson started to come back, he called it. Wow. And he was right. I thought that was pretty incredible. Um, Skip Bayless said on 12-7-19... Please let LSU be the number one seed. Oklahoma would have a much better chance versus LSU than Ohio State. Somebody retweeted it and said, he gets paid for this.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he does. A lot of money. He really does. Lots and lots of of money. money.
2: Oh, man. Um, Somebody tweeted halfway between the Clemson game, uh, or, well, right before Clemson scored, they tweeted, Big Ten football, just different. ACSC can't hang. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, that guy looks like a friggin' idiot. Yeah, he sure does. Uh, Greg McElroy tweeted, Anyone that's surprised by this result hasn't watched Oklahoma play this year. They are a flawed team with holes on both sides of the ball. The talent gap between them and the other college football playoff teams is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I think we all kind of knew that, but it seems like a lot of people were kind of surprised. Also, read the one that I sent you. Uh,
2: okay, I will. Um... This says, Breaking. Atlanta Police Department reporting they have been overwhelmed with phone calls reporting an ongoing homicide homicide in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. (laughs) That's pretty good. Clay Travis says, Death taxes in Oklahoma getting whipped in the first round of the college football
0: playoff. Traditions right there. (laughs) That's right.
2: All right, that's all I got. And then I'll read. Well, there's been several that are like this. But on two is Snapchat. He just has a picture of his helmet and him in the background. It just says patience. Dot. Dot. Dot.
0: Yeah. So I think I think he's coming back. He can't. I don't think he's going to keep teasing the fan base like this and not come back. Uh, he's just been he's been putting too many clues out there. I think it'd be kind of <laughs> it could be misleading. But yeah.
1: Here's my only thing. Let's. If I'm in two issues, I've been hurt twice now. And this last one could have been even more devastating than it is. They're still projecting me to go fourth overall. I don't think I'm risking it to play another season in college. That's just me. I'm taking that big signing bonus. I'm going to the Dolphins. I'm going to sit out the whole season and then come back next season. Play it safe.
0: No, and I think uh, most people would do that, uh, especially me. I would definitely take that money. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, it just it, – it just seems like he's really struggling with this decision, and I wouldn't be surprised if he decides to come back to Alabama, finish his degree. and, when and uh, is he coming back? Because
1: they said that the timeline was – he might not even be back before the start of the season. Um, I
0: think
2: they, or they, is he going to be back? I'm and not he, sure. They, I thought he would be back before the beginning the of the season. The
0: spring or summer that he's supposed that to, he's to be – Yeah.
2: Well, like, is he still projected to go fourth overall? Because if I'm a GM, I'm not –
1: taking him
2: for well, the overall uh, that's what they have to do right now yeah overall the I'm Dolphins. yeah I'm not the Dolphins really no the Dolphins really bad
0: definitely yeah. it, no risk
2: everybody it. every fan definitely wants it but if yeah. I'm a GM if I don't know
0: legs off, still take <laughs> They, I mean they want him bad. Yeah.
2: yeah I just I mean I think they but just, then like you said earlier then you gotta think it comes down to if Chase Young goes first and then I won't go to the Dolphins. Then I'm not a first-round pick. Yeah. Then I don't want to make it. Yeah, I don't. Know yeah, I don't. They pick, you
1: know, like we talked about how much the Dolphins love to. Would they pick Joe? I mean, they would pick Jesse, Surely they Joe. Surely they would.
2: Pick. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh,
1: but I think you might pick it off. what Chase Young's going to do. If he decides to stay, because there have been rumors about
2: him staying another year. Yeah, that, that I think I had something on Twitter news last time about yeah. him tweeting, saying something about staying. There's, yeah. Surely there's no way Chase Young stays.
1: Well, if them were losing last night, that might make it an even better chance. Yeah. him I'm staying
2: again. I st- Which is crazy. I right? still don't think he stays. There's no way. Like, he's completely he healthy. Yeah. He's 100% a one or two. Oh, easily. There's no, no doubt. But he'll probably two to the main two Redskins. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of Ohio State, let's talk about... Their loss last night, twenty-nine to twenty-three to uh, Clemson. They jumped out to a, uh, a was it a sixteen-sixteen nothing lead. Uh, blew it, of course. And uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, eighteen for thirty-three, two hundred fifty-nine yards, two through the year, uh, touchdowns through the year, zero interceptions, and of course the one r- rushing touchdown. Uh, Justin Fields, he looked good, uh, except for those two picks. Yeah. Though I don't really blame him for the no, last one. Uh, 30 to 40, uh, 30 for 46 320 yards a touchdown through the air and then the two interceptions that one uh, his receiver slipped and it looked like he tried Miscommunication. yeah it looks like he tried to uh, to stop the pass but it was too late and it just got picked off you know that when, when you're playing in a t- you know, you got two minutes left on the clock you got to take some risks and they don't often work out so it uh, didn't work out then. Uh, but overall, I was pretty impressed with both these teams. It was a really fun game to watch. Yeah, I think I was. Of
1: course, I was just when we were watching it, and Ohio State went up sixteen to nothing. I didn't, I didn't really see Clemson coming back to win it. But I think what was so huge is when when Ohio State went up uh, ten nothing, they held them to a field goal and a field goal twice in the red zone, and I. That's the only way, like I said, when I'm talking about the next game, Clemson could win is just if their defense can play as great as they did in the second half. But, yeah, both teams were great. This is what I think everybody hoped for. And uh, there were some calls, but, I mean, you can't blame it on the calls. Ohio State had a chance to win it at the end there. and It was a miscommunication by the quarterback and receiver. So, But I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be great. I know he didn't have a great start to the season, but – I mean, these past past eight or nine games, he's only thrown one interception to the eight he had in the first three games. So I think – and that's another thing that's huge for when you're looking at uh, quarterbacks as a GM is just how he plays in the big games. And once again, he's had another fantastic performance. He doesn't turn the ball over in the big games. But, uh, yeah, I I think Ohio State will have another solid team next year with Fields and if Chase Young was to come back. So, But, yeah, it was
0: a great game to watch. Yeah, I don't really expect Ohio State to drop anywhere, Um, neither for Clemson. I mean, uh, right now, and of course it's way too early, but Trevor Lawrence is obviously projected to be the number one draft in 2021. So um, that could easily change. But uh, the way he's been playing these last few weeks, I expect to see uh, a good performance out of him in the national championship.
2: Yeah, I don't think Clemson or Ohio State is going anywhere, especially with – Clemson having the number one draft class Uh, we talked a little bit about it last night but uh do you think how do you think Ryan Day will actually do at Ohio State because uh, I mean like we talked about last night I don't really credit him with this team well
0: that was actually one of the questions I've written down was who do you credit this win or this season with Uh, Urban Meyer's recruiting class and his or uh, Ryan Day's coaching I mean, I, you, I don't want to take anything away from Ryan Day. It, you still got to get there. He did it, um, but he had a nice head start, and um, I'm interested to see how. I mean, they got another great recruiting class this year. I think they finished third, or yeah, I'm pretty sure third in the nation. So, you know, they're gonna have the same amount of talent coming coming back there again. So, I'm interested to see how he uh, how this program shapes under him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not hard when you're coming into a team that has Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins, Chase Young, and then one of the top corners in the nation. So I would hope you'd do a decent job with that team. But, yeah, like you said, it would be interesting to see what he does with these other classes and how he can take that team and mold it into his own team, not an Urban Meyer team. So I think that will be interesting to
0: watch in the years. So just looking ahead to the national championship game, I don't want to talk about it much because we're going to dive into it a lot more next week. But uh, right now, LSU is a five-point favorite roughly. Some, some has it as 4.5, some have it as 5.5. Uh, do you think that's right on the money or you think it's going to be uh, uglier than that or do you think Clemson wins it? I think it's fair just
1: with how LSU looked against Oklahoma. Um, like I said, I think it will be really close just because of how great Clemson's defense is and their offense is really good too. And it would be interesting to see what LSU's defense does against Clemson's offense with uh, Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's those are a lot of hard guys to handle when you have John Ross and T. Higgins, Lawrence, and then Travis Etienne. So, I could see it being a shootout just with how great LSU's offense is, being a high-scoring game. Like, LSU wins 38-35. What do you think, Aaron?
2: Oh, am I giving an actual score prediction? Uh, no, no, no.
0: You don't have to. It's just uh, do you think that five-point –
2: yeah, I mean it's justified. Um, I think it will be a, a little more, but it also wouldn't surprise me if Clemson won. But I'm definitely, definitely sticking with LSU at this point. It'll be the what the only other team with a to win besides Auburn that had a that didn't have a top-ranked defense or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's won a national championship, so. Um heck, that's, that's why defense
1: is better than Auburn's. Yeah. There.
2: Yeah, so I, I guess I'm still going with LSU but um Clemson still could them. uh yeah, it's really hard to doubt them. Um a like a lot of people were which I don't blame them for yeah. not playing anybody, but when you can come and beat a an Ohio State team like that, uh especially when you're behind and um it's twenty nine in a row. is pretty impressive. So,
0: oh yeah, it's very impressive. I think that uh, that five point is right around it. I think that I wouldn't be surprised. she scores a little bit more, but I really don't expect to see a Clemson win this year. Um, of course, I didn't expect to see one last year. So doubt you really them can't. Them. Yeah, so you really can't doubt them. Uh, real quickly, let's look at the score predictions we made for these two games. Oh, I don't even remember mine. Uh, so for. Mine, I said LSU would win 49-42. to I gave Oklahoma too much credit. Uh, Aaron said LSU would win 34-20. And Justin said LSU would win 38-24. So we all had LSU, but uh, I don't think we really realized how much they were gonna score. <laughs> oh, uh, for the other game, Ohio State-Clemson, I had Ohio State 28-24. to uh, Aaron had Ohio State 36-30. to And Justin had Clemson 24-21. to so, uh, Justin is always seeming to uh, – to. I thought
2: w- I did I find pick Clemson, so I would have bet everything that I had already picked Clemson.
0: Yeah. Well, what I got here, maybe you did. I don't know. I could be I, wrong. I
2: doubt it. I uh, went back and forth. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, either way, you had, it, you had them very close there. The, um, so, let's move on from this game then. We're going to talk a lot more about the national championship, of course, next week. Uh, when we preview that and recap Alabama and Auburn's bowl games. But before we preview Alabama and Auburn's bowl games, Justin, how about we do some Night Needs to Know? Night Needs to Know. Probably with some of the stuff you've done
1: before,
0: I probably wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if I put ashes in cookies and fed them to you?
1: Yeah, because it was some day for the SEC again. That, that
0: might make sense then. I guess just how back does that. Make sense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to know how it makes sense. Now this is looking like a bad idea.
1: All right, this is, I don't know how y'all might feel, um, where you could go on this one. If Clemson was to win, be 30-0 in the past two seasons, would they be considered one of the top five teams of
0: all time? I mean i I don't know how you don't make that argument i I don't necessarily know that they would be the most talented I'd say definitely not but i would I would definitely say one of the most accomplished, if not the most accomplished, and then also uh yeah I mean there's a strong argument for them to be one of the best
2: um i w- I, w- I couldn't just claim them to be one of the top five ever assembled like Joe Clapp, but I would say I'll give them that they would be one of the most accomplished teams, like Nick said. And then, um, I don't remember what my other point was. <laughs> just went <laughs> completely blank. Um, yeah, they'd be one of the most accomplished teams. And then, um, you know, I just went blank. So, was, we can just cut this out. Uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, they'd be the most uh, accomplished. But they would definitely be the top program in college football right now uh in my opinion like you can't really argue that now with Alabama missing out on the college football playoff and then Clemson going in there beating a ridiculously talented Ohio State team from behind and then if they pull it off against LSU then yeah they're they're definitely the top program in the country at the moment with the number one recruiting class and yeah they they the teams that they've beaten to get to thirty and 0, granted most of them ninety percent of them were cupcakes, but the ones that they did beat you know it said everything it needed to to shut people up so
0: yeah i mean you uh you take care of your business in the playoffs and suddenly that cupcake schedule goes to the wayside uh you don't hear much about it um hold on this uh this mic is looking a little wacky. Let me uh, let me make sure everything's okay. Okay, yeah, it's fine. But uh, but anyways, yeah, I'm, I don't expect to see Clemson going anywhere. I mean, they they have, I think, definitively the best program in the nation right now. And um, until uh, Alabama decides to th- dethrone them again, I think they're going to stay that way. And uh, I don't know that's going to happen anytime soon. Maybe if Tua comes back, but uh, I don't I don't necessarily anticipate it.
1: Okay, so if Tua does not come back, what do you expect from Alabama's season next year?
0: Uh, so if Tua doesn't come back, we'd most likely see uh, either Mac Jones or uh, Talia Tugavailoa taking over the reins. I'd be a little surprised to see them just hand it over to Bryce Young, giving he's right out of high school. Well, we've seen crazier things. If he comes in and he's just the best option, then, yeah, maybe they'd give it to him. But uh, overall, I think it's going to be – a pretty similar season. I think they'll beat L S U because L S U will be likely without Burrow and Brady. Um and it's gonna be a very different L S U team. And I expect them to beat uh Auburn at home as well. So I don't think they'll have a loss in the regular season. But I don't I'm not ready to say that they're gonna be the national champion either.
2: Yeah, I'm right right with you on that. Like I don't I don't see them just being so talented that they can beat a even older Clemson team you know next year or yeah I just yeah cause like LSU will be down I don't think Chase Young and all of them are staying at Ohio State I think they're gone so I think Clemson would still be they've got everything in front of them to go back to back in my opinion Um well I guess it would be a three-peat actually yeah, if they win this year. They pull it off against LSU. they got everything to make it go a 3 So, yeah, I, th- I I agree with you. Uh, I don't necessarily see anybody just beating Alabama. Um, I think Auburn will obviously be tough and probably the toughest that they play. Um, I don't think Texas A&M is going to be that much better next year. Um Yeah, I don't think they're going to be that much better. Uh, No, it would probably be better if Mon didn't come back. Um, But, yeah, I think Auburn's the biggest test going into next year for Alabama right now. Of course, that could change. LSU might get a transfer, um, which I fully expect to happen. But I also don't know who's on their bench right now. So, um, yeah, I see them. 10-2 Ten and two, probably maybe, or 11 and one, 10 and 2 11 and one. Well no that's maybe 13 and one, something like that. maybe losing a semifinal game if they play Clemson or I don't know it just depends on, on what happens there towards the Auburn game.
0: Uh, Alabama's schedule is very interesting next year. of course they'll open against USC, which that'll be a joke, uh, but they do have Georgia week uh, 3 at home yeah. which that'll be a very interesting game. I'm glad I'm, I'm sure they're glad they have that one at home. Um and then uh they'll also you know obviously have LSU, Texas A&M and Auburn uh to round it out. So yeah, it's a it's a little bit tougher schedule than usual and um at least Alabama is going out there and trying to get some of those bigger games uh because we didn't have that this year. So that or in many years past, honestly. So, yeah. What else you got for us, Justin?
1: All right, so with a lot of these SEC teams, like I said, two of us leave and then Burrow's going to be gone, not really having ex- uh, experienced quarterbacks, you think Georgia has the best shot to win the SEC next year with Fromm. I guess Fromm will be coming back. What do you all think about that?
0: Uh, I'd expect to see Fromm improve, but not that much. I think it will be a very similar Georgia team what I'm interested in seeing is how the run game improves I think that's everything so if that run game stays the same I think they'll have a similar year if it gets uh much better then I expect them to see uh to see them comp- you know competing for the SEC um I hope I don't regret
2: this but Matt Jones better than Jake Fromm. just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out
0: there you heard it here first
2: Hopefully he doesn't throw for six touchdowns against us next year.
0: I think they're pretty close, honestly, and talent-wise. Fromm's more experience, um, but from what we've seen from Mac, I don't think there's that big of a drop-off between Fromm. And I'm sure Georgia is still uh, kicking themselves over (laughs) losing Justin Fields. It was one of the worst moves I've ever seen in college football.
1: Yeah, I mean, what helps Mac Jones is, I mean, I would love to have – Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs, Waddle. I mean, that makes it a lot easier when you can just throw it to these guys and they can run 80 yards and not even get touched. So, I mean, that's the thing with Fromm. He had, um, I can't think of his name, his top wide receiver. Well, not even Pickens. He wasn't even their top guy. Cause, yeah, I can't think. Yeah, I know. It was like Cagle or something. Was that his name? Yeah. But I mean that's all I really had because Pickens didn't have as great as a year as many expected. Um, so I don't know. Maybe if they get some more wideouts around them. But yeah, I don't. I mean I, he's not really that good. I agree. But I don't know if Mac Jones is better than <laughs> him. But I can. They're very similar yeah, though. They are
0: very similar. All right. Well, thank you, Justin. Well, let's jump into the Alabama and Auburn bowl games coming up this week. Uh so Alabama taking on Michigan in the Citrus Bowl and then Auburn taking on Minnesota in the Outback Bowl. Outback bowl, yeah, playing oh, for where that where else would Auburn be? <laughs> yeah, playing for that uh that blooming onion. And uh Minnesota this playing school. for the, the jumbo shrimp or something. <laughs> this one is for all the blooming onions. I
1: hope I say that if Auburn is a game winning
0: kid. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for both of these. Strangely, I didn't think I would. I'm more excited for the Auburn game uh, just because I really want to see how Minnesota holds up against them. Um, but I'm just going to go over the players that are skipping those bowls really quick quickly. For Auburn, uh, just one really big name, Nick Coe. He said uh, December 20th that he would be uh, skipping, which I think is the worst decision possible because he had a, a bad year this year. I mean, he didn't have a single sack. After a great twenty eighteen and he was breaking records left and right and uh and now it's just kind of I think he I think he absolutely could benefit from from playing. Yeah, and from what I heard he had some
1: off field issues too. So I mean it is what it is. I don't know where he's gonna get drafted at. I mean he's he's a good talent, but yeah, I mean he only had I don't like you said, he had no sacks, I don't remember how many tackles he had, it wasn't many. So I don't there's nothing good from him this season, so I don't really understand why he wanted to skip out but I think it was just some issues with coach with the coaches and off-field stuff. So we'll see how he where he gets drafted if
0: he gets drafted. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. Maybe he'll uh, perform well in the the uh, uh, workouts and everything. But uh, we'll have to wait and see for that. Then for Alabama, uh, Terrell Lewis, linebacker, and Trayvon Diggs, uh, defensive back, they will both be skipping as well. Aaron, how bad do you think that's going to hurt Alabama losing those two pretty key defensive players?
2: Um. <clears throat> I don't know whether to say a lot because we're already so thin or to say not much because we're already so thin. So I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm I'm getting more worried <laughs> before we get uh, it's just cause it's Michigan and yeah. Uh, if we don't pull it off, freezing cold takes on Twitter will be an account you would Want to follow. If you're an Auburn fan, if you're an Alabama fan, block them now. <laughs>
0: they will have a field day. Yeah. And we will also have some uh, takes that won't age well if that was to happen because we have hated on Michigan hardcore on this podcast. I don't see Michigan wing just because of what Shea Patterson had to say
1: about Alabama, and I know that would probably fuel some of the Alabama players. Um, I just don't see Michigan stopping Alabama's wide receivers. I think I think Alabama will win. But uh, I did see a tweet about Trayvon Diggs. They were talking about how he's absent from practice, and someone said, um, well, he's been absent all
0: year, so not a big loss.
1: So, yeah, I think Alabama will win that pretty easily.
0: Alabama, I think, is is easily the more talented team. Um, Even without two, they should win. Shea Patterson would not intimidate me in the slightest. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm still interested to see how this team prepares for this game, knowing that – you know, it's not a playoff game. It's not something they usually compete for. You don't go to Alabama to play in the Citrus Bowl.
2: Yeah. No, he usually don't. But, uh, yeah, Trayvon Diggs has definitely been absent all year, and um, I don't understand why he's not playing. Yeah, he's another one. He's another play. one that could benefit. If I, was, if I haven't had that great of a year, and I know I'm going to the draft regardless of the result, I would want to play against Shea Patterson if I'm a defensive back like I'm thinking I get one more game and it's against Shea Patterson. Yeah, I think I'll take that yeah. with a chance of going up some draft boards and earn a, you know, another million or two on my yep. signing bonus. Like I I think I'll take that chance.
0: Yeah, I think the risk for me would be worth the reward. Um if you haven't got well, you know, Thrillers obviously did get injured. But if you haven't got injured in the past 11, 12 games watch one more for, I guess, for Trevon Diggs. I know he's been beat up a little bit, but, um, I would, I would, I mean, I would play. That's just me, and I mean, that's somebody that's not playing college football looking out, you know, I, that's a tough decision to make when, you don't want to risk losing all that money, but, uh, you could risk getting a little bit more, so, um, so what do you, uh, so we said that we think Alabama will take care of business if they play the way they're supposed to, um. I don't think the defense will be that big of a uh, of a issue for Alabama as long as the offense comes to play, and um, I think that that Tua is honestly helping out with that by sticking around, keeping spirits up. That goes a long way, and we see that like last year with West Virginia with real Will Greer missing his bowl game. You know that 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 hurts your team, <laughs> like that's that puts a damper on things when your leader is not there, and the fact that. Uh, even though Mac will be starting it too, is still around, keeping everybody focused and everything. I think that may go a long way as well. Justin, what do you expect to see out of Auburn going against this Minnesota team?
1: Um, I love that Derek Brown's not sitting out. I mean, it's a risk he's taking, but that's just how he's always, always been as a player. He's always been team first, and I've always loved watching him play. And um, I think Auburn – I know the defense will come to play. They should be able to handle Minnesota's offense. It'll just—it'll be interesting to see what uh, Bo Nix does against Minnesota's defense because they—they've been pretty solid all year. Uh, I think it'll be a pretty good game, but I could see Auburn
0: pulling away closer to the end. Yeah, I—I uh, I, I agree. I think Auburn definitely should win. Um, obviously, Gus's bowl record is uh, not What's that great. Yeah, two and four, I believe. Um, but. For some reason, I feel like they may get this one. Um, I don't know. Maybe because it is a little bit of a, a better uh, a game for them than, say, a UCF going into that. But I guess they thought they could just win it. This one, they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to play. And I think there's a lot of momentum going into it as well.
1: After winning the Iron Bowl, I think there's a lot of higher spirits. If you look at some of the bowl losses. You Look at the one the UCF Auburn was beat up after losing, uh, to George and SC championship. And so, I mean, I think there's some high spirits so I could see Auburn coming in, like I said, winning by two touchdowns.
0: Yeah. That's what I expect to see. Um, but we'll have to get to those when we get to them. I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan and Minnesota both pulled out wins, but I don't want, I don't necessarily want that to happen.
2: Yeah. Uh, go Gophers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well guys, uh, We will save the rest for that. There's not too much to preview for that game. Everybody knows where we're at with these teams. So um, next week will be our recap for the bowl games and our preview for uh, the national championship. But how about until then we get into some mismanagers? Um, Did you grab
1: anything when you walked out the door? I nothing but two Tortino's pizza out of the refrigerator and my doggie, and we left.
2: I just kept hearing it. I am ducking and everything. Died in the house. I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Here's like an actual customer out here. Uh, what's, uh, what's the best kind of firework to buy? Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy?
0: And now it's time for mismanagers. All right. So I've got a, uh, a few stories today to close out the year with. And this first one was a uh, a victory many was proud to see as the ducks have won in court the french court and they are allowed to keep on quacking have you guys seen this so the, this comes from com, but i've seen it all over the uh the title is the ducks have won french court says they may keep on quacking so uh I'm just going to read this. The ducks on a small French small holding may carry on quacking, a French court ruled on Tuesday, rejecting a neighbor's complaint that the bird's racket was making their life a misery. The court in the town of Dax ruled that the noise from the flock of around 60 ducks and geese, which is a lot, kept by retired farmer Dominic Duth in the foothills of the Pyrenees, uh, southwest France, was within acceptable limits, broadcaster France 3 said. The ducks have won, Doof told Reuters after the court decision. I'm very happy because I didn't want to slaughter my ducks. The complaint was brought to Deuce, Was brought by Deuce's neighbor who moved on... Is that his only option? <laughs> to slaughter In the them? Instant slaughter? <laughs> they, were, they would have been sentenced to death. Oh my God. <laughs> just because they lost? <laughs> they
2: wouldn't be relocated or anything? Just, Cut the heads off. Just killed right there. Slaughter.
0: Just mowed down. <laughs> uh, the complaint was brought by Deuce's neighbor who moved from the city around a year ago into a property about 50 meters... Uh, yards away from the enclosure in Soustons district. Yeah, I, I guess they had a. I guess yards. they had a mistake here. It says fifty meters, and then it has parentheses yards, but it doesn't say how many yards. No, they don't. They're definitely not. Uh, <laughs> where Doof keeps keeps his flock, keeps her flock. Sorry, the dispute in the is the latest in a series of court cases that have pitted the traditional way of life in rural France against modern values, which country dwellers say are creeping in from the city. Uh, so the neighbor had asked for immediate steps to reduce the noise and for 3,500 euros in damages, according to French media Just reports.
1: Because the Just now? because
0: ducks are quacking? Just because ducks
1: are quacking. She lives in a rural area?
0: Yes, only been there a year. So I guess she came in from the big city. Yeah. That's what they're saying, oh, yeah. Okay. Now, Aaron... What are
2: the damages? Yeah, what is it?
0: it would, I guess it would be mental damages. Not getting enough sleep stuff like that. They
1: can't be quacking that much to have 3,500. I don't know no, what, 3,500 years. 60 of them now. I ain't going to, no, okay, yeah. I'm not
2: going to doubt. I, I'm not a big fan. But man. what else did you expect by going into a rural area? Well, not 60 ducks in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I something know. I just expect. I don't know how
0: close they are, though, I mean. Well, 50 meters. <laughs> Facts <laughs> so are all so pretty far ways away. <laughs> and
1: she's complaining about it.
2: Yeah, but there's sixty of them. I know, but still.
0: Well, Aaron, this morning in our condo, there was somebody below us that was hammering something I, all morning. I
2: wrangle that human being. Let and me find you. And you Let were, me find you. you were
0: really upset about that. You couldn't sleep, bare and you were. your hands. Yeah, so I could see you doing something like this. I don't see you taking it to the court, but I could see you just going out and slaughtering those books yourself.
2: Um, <laughs> I. I Yes, I don't know how to say that and be nice about it. Um, if they were bothering me that bad, I would um, confront the people. Oh, yeah. I would never take this to court, um, mainly because I would not want to go through the process or the money. Um, they would just go missing, randomly get poisoned, or start just dying. I don't. Uh, they would. Yeah, I would not take this to court over a duck.
0: You heard it here first Aaron is more than willing to kill sixty ducks well,
1: here's what they could have done that person could have just offered up a number saying, "Hey, I'll buy your ducks for okay. this, <laughs> and then if you buy them, then you slaughter them, you slaughter and, them, you them and you have you a good eat them? meal, yeah you eat them every night outside while you're yeah, <laughs> the this was your duck, Billy. This is, this is Billy, and then you eat another one. This was Bob so but I mean she could have easily just sort of. Yeah, she could have easily offered up money saying, hey, I will buy your ducks. Yeah. Or, and she could have just relocated them. <laughs> I mean, just put them somewhere
0: else. I don't know. Especially as much as the uh, court fees probably cost. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have cost any less. It's
2: definitely not worth the court fees at and all.
0: She case, so. And she lost the case. And she lost the case. Yeah, so uh, I, I imagine she tried to get the 3500 for damages to pay for the court fees. Kind of glad she didn't get it. Yeah. Pretty funny. Anyways, next story. Comes from Fox News. Aaron actually sent me this one. Oh no, sorry. He did not send me this one. He sent me the next one. But I did not read
2: them all. I just read the title and be like, yeah, he he can figure it out whether he wants to say that or
0: not. (laughs) Well, he sent me. uh, He sent me one. That'll be the next one. This one he did not send me. This comes from Fox News. Bathroom sign says employees must have quote smell check to ensure quote not sitting on phone for too long.
2: Excuse me. Mm.
0: Smell check. A smell check
2: sitting on the toilet at work. Oh, you said throne. Oh, yeah, no. What you said? No. What did you say? Well, sitting, well, oh, it says toilet
0: sitting, toilet. sitting on phone, but I guess it's supposed to be like sitting while on the phone. Yeah,
2: you're on the on oh. phone. Yeah. I thought you meant, so getting- I was so confused. I thought, like, they were sitting on their phone and somehow <laughs> you could smell that. I was, I was like, what so is I going on? I guess
1: the on? problem is, is that people are complaining they're sitting on their phone too long on the toilet instead of getting work done. That's the complaint, I yes. guess. Yes.
2: What do you smell in order for, for him They're
1: to They're in know. the
0: bathroom. They're saying if I don't smell something, you're on your phone.
1: What? Who came up with so that? you're telling me. Someone's going to come in there and go, oh, man, it's time to go. You've been sitting there way too long. I can't smell anything.
0: Yeah.
2: I can't smell your nasty. Okay, I can't. Yeah. That's, that's just popular, that. Bruh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it that's is. It's thing I've ever
0: heard. So I'm going to read this for you. A workplace bathroom sign claiming that employees must adhere to a strict time limit or else face a, quote, smell check, is raising eyebrows. The bizarre sign, apparently an attempt to deter workers from taking lawn breaks, was posted on the bathroom door of an unidentified place of business per a photo shared on Reddit. Where is
1: it? Is it say what city it's
0: located in? Uh, no, it's unidentified. <clears throat> the... Uh, This that they put a note on the the door, the bathroom door, and it says, "If in bathroom for more than ten minutes, a smell check will be completed to ensure employee not sitting on phone. If it does not stink, employee's name will be reported to office."
2: I can go ahead and
1: tell you, it's probably somewhere in California is where they put this thing up.
2: (laughs) If I would see that sign, I would go in there and immediately sit on my phone for ten minutes, and then you talk about taking something to the court, boy. Yeah,
0: that's what I take. <laughs> get sued is what they're going to get. well this says uh, one redditor commented who is the lucky employee entrusted with this noble task <laughs> <laughs> another another joke I'd stop flushing just in case uh, oh, wait so if it stinks you don't get in trouble but if it doesn't you do <laughs> Says another one. And the and then somebody else one. said this is an obvious joke right uh, real or not one redditor had a simple solution thinking this may be a good time to look for a new job <laughs> What you, I think this is probably a joke, but weird nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, very weird. And that brings me to my last story, the one that Aaron did send me. This one comes from the P the P dot the PRP dot com. PRP News. Whatever that I, stands I for. I don't know. I don't even know where yeah. I found this. I, I saw it on multiple websites though. GoFundMe launched for damages caused by a hardcore show at Denny's. Oh, yeah, I
1: saw that. Yeah. It was like one of those hard rock, and everybody's just busting <laughs> into everybody.
0: So, this is quite a long article. I'm going to give you a, a watered-down version of it. So, this was in California. Oh, how about that? There was a band called Wacko, and they were invited by a 17-year-old to come perform at the banquet hall of a Denny's. The 17-year-old paid like $400 to rent oh, the, the room, gosh. and uh, <laughs> the band came and it became an absolute rager. People were throwing things, the, like chandeliers were destroyed, the chairs and stuff were thrown. Like it was, it was a ton of damages. And the 17 year old is being held responsible because he rented the room. <laughs> so uh, I'll read this little part. This is from the GoFundMe um, that was made for this kid. Wacko is hosting a GoFundMe for the kid who threw the Denny show. He's 17 years old, the first, the, and the first show he ever booked was the Denny's Grand Slam. That's what they called it, which is so bleepin' nuts. Unfortunately, the restaurant pinned him on the heavy damages done to the place. Between a few t- a table, a few chairs, and those chandeliers hanging white thingies, the damages racked up close to $1,000, they claim. Uh, and they used some more profanity. Uh... Bleep that, we'll give them 600 bucks and tell them to go to Walmart for replacements. <laughs> Any, oh anything you can donate would help. Not only does he have to pay for damages, but the kid dropped over $400 on renting the Denny's and then also threw, ca- threw down cash to rent a generator to host an after party show under a bridge by a Costco. That all- so sketchy. <laughs> yeah. For all the kids who couldn't get inside the Denny's show. Show the kid some love because he put, he put Southern California punk bleep. On the map, hard as blink. <laughs> you can go watch the video of the show. It's uh, absolutely yeah. nuts. It's hilarious to think that it was at a Denny's. Whoever this kid was had the idea is absolutely hilarious.
2: Just at a Denny's of all places.
0: <laughs> the Denny's Grand
1: Slam. What is
0: being <laughs> put in his dog?
1: I just understand why he doesn't expect to pay back all the money for all the damages. He's like, oh, it's not my fault and I didn't pay all this. So. I don't know.
0: This kid probably got some birthday money and it's like, what am I going to spend this on? He must that have goes. been a huge fan. Josh is back. Remember Josh? He's in the background of <laughs> one of the episodes. He's in the background again. Anyways. Oh. Yeah, well, that, uh, that's, that closes out this episode. Justin, would you like to take us home from memory? Oh. Or do you have your notes? Uh, let
1: me uh, make sure I remember what to say. Okay, our sponsor this <laughs> week, memory.
0: Jasperado Cells. The best in car sales. The best in car sales period that's their slogan right. jasper otter sells the best in car sales
1: yeah thank you jasper um like i said when we drove by there you have beautiful cars and i wouldn't be surprised if people bought them because they're very beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so thank you jasper it otter be surprised if
2: people bought them. yeah that's kind of why they're a business <laughs> <laughs> they gotta make a living doing that believe it or not
1: <laughs> Thank you uh, for listening on your uh, break from whatever you're doing. If you're, you know, break from school or break from work. I hope you're enjoying this nice Christmas holiday and New Year's holiday. We're definitely enjoying the uh, beach and just sitting on the balcony listening to the waves. Uh, Thank you for all that you do. And uh, we love that you listen to our show every time. We hope you listen every time and you should listen every time. Uh, Thank you to Jasper Otto again for all that you do. Oh, our website, if you want to hit us up on our website. It is the GameManagers.com, where you can easily listen to the podcast and check out Nick's great articles. Some of them are great, some of them suck. Uh, you can also find us on social media at TGMPod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, Nick actually posted a little short on YouTube of uh, Lane Kiffin. So go check that out. It's pretty good. Uh, oh Patreon! You can find us on Patreon. We have uh, videos. Us playing video games. They're not very good, but it's <laughs> kind of fun to watch. And then you should uh, subscribe to our Facebook page or YouTube page for future content. Uh, we're always doing giveaways. Great stuff. Great t-shirts. Very comfortable t-shirts. I mean, you should feel nicks. It's pretty soft. And I'd love to wear it. Yeah.
2: I got this all. Yeah, you
1: just gotta feel Yeah, just yeah, just feel all over them. It was nice. Uh, oh you should leave a nice review for the show. We love if you comment on the show, send us questions. Um, it make us feel nice and warm on the inside. And I think that's it. And that might be the shortest I've yeah, ever done. It. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, it felt
0: like three and a half hours. Yeah. Any final words? Uh, just that we'll be back next week, and hope everyone has a uh, a nice New Year's and a, a great 2020. Roll, Gophers. Adios. Go
1: Wolverines.
0: And uh, would you like to say you're a catchphrase? Oh, yeah, and we're Eagle, anyways. All right, see you guys next time.